0: In this episode of Unmet Need, I talk about the importance of the co-founder and ultimately the decision on whether or not to have one or more co-founders at all, and if so, what expectations the co-founders should have of one another going into this journey. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Unmet Need. I am your host, Jeff Smith. And the topic today is co-founders. So if you put yourself in the seat of the physician entrepreneur, you have your idea, you're ready to start a company. You are building the pitch deck. You've met with a law firm that specializes in healthcare startups, and you're going to start raising capital. You're going to use the convertible note for your first seed financing. But perhaps at this point, because this happened around the time of when you incorporated the business there's somebody that you've been working with closely. Maybe they've just been a collaborator. Maybe they've just shared an idea here or there. But at this origin, very, very early days, it's important when you discuss your idea with other people, particularly when you're describing components of the idea that would be considered invention, where you're actually disclosing and enabling the idea through words. If that sort of discussion turns into a brainstorm, that turns into some ideas where maybe the person participating with you believes that they just co-invented and perhaps they did. And so it's really important at the very beginning when you're collaborating with somebody or maybe you're working hand in hand and it's a great partnership, it's critical that each party knows what their share is in this new entity and it's something to discuss at the very beginning. So that is just good hygiene because... You do not want somebody to have a claim on shares of the business or IP that could prevent really a lot of progress in the future. So once you've determined that anybody that you are collaborating with at the very beginning, you've made it clear that they are a consultant for which you're going to pay their time. And in a consulting agreement, it would say that while we pay for your time and you're performing this consulting services on behalf of the company, any ideas, improvements are the sole property of the corporation. So That's just a good way to collaborate if you do not want a co-founder. But the purpose of this episode is you do want a co-founder. And so what I want to talk about briefly is some of the successful patterns in co-founder. One that you typically see as a technical co-founder, commercial leaning, or just the ability to sell and tell a story. And sometimes people call that the business co-founder. So for purposes of a healthcare startup, co-founded by a physician entrepreneur, the pattern I see most often is you have really bright, talented clinician, they have a busy practice, they get this inspiration, and they have to start a company. Now, when it comes to anything clinical, they're going to have all the ideas, but maybe they don't know how to write the software, or they do not have mechanical engineering capabilities. Most likely, that would be the case because they're doctors. (laughs) But what you're really looking for is somebody that has a complementary skill set. And then the second thing is, is if you're a physician entrepreneur, and you want to continue to treat patients and manage your practice, it's important that you have somebody that can be fully dedicated to this, or at least significantly more time than you can offer. And so the pairing that I see that is very effective is, and I'm going to stick with two founders. So there's the physician co-founder, and then we'll call it the dedicated business co-founder. Now, as physician entrepreneurs, when you're looking for the profile of the business, mistakes that I've seen made is going after someone too tenured in their career and then trying to convince them to do this startup because at that point, they've created a lot of value in their career. And they're going to be really expensive. They're going to be expensive as far as how much equity as co-founders they get. But more importantly, they're already in a high earning job. And so to much like the physician entrepreneur to go ahead and quit that job and go full time on this new entity, there's a certain income disruption that's going to be difficult. So what I have seen many times is physician entrepreneur, co-founder is an engineer sales or marketing professional early in their med tech career, but they're already showing a nice career trajectory. So they're working at a company, usually that the physician entrepreneur knows of and respects. They've had good training. They've seen how a successful business runs. And that really is just going to give them some exposure to how you might try to create a small, comparable organization with just a handful of people and consultants. So The best thing that you could possibly see is a technical co-founder that also has business experience. And by business, I mean product development, regulatory, clinical trials, financing, just somebody that has not had an MBA. Now, I think the MBA is a wonderful degree. But when I say business experience, it's business experience operating within a healthcare company that has similarities to the company that you're starting. So somebody that's really really smart, went to the best colleges and then went to the best MBA program, that looks great on resume. The problem is is they just don't have enough practical in the business experience to try to create one from scratch. So in summary, the best thing a physician entrepreneur can do or any founder when they're in that really inspired, creative origins part of the journey is anytime there's a discussion with other people Make sure that the relationship between the new company that you have founded or are in the process of founding, it's very well understood that they are either a co-founder, they are an employee, they are a consultant. And in all three of those situations, any discussions, improvements, inventions towards this idea that you're developing would have to be the ownership of the company. So that's just on how to prevent complicated discussions in the future. On the second part, which is, to me, a very key decision for the physician entrepreneurs, should I pick a co-founder? And if so, what am I looking for? My advice to the physician entrepreneur, unless he or she does not want to continue practicing and wants to go all in on the startup, would be to find a co-founder that has, ideally, a broad range of complementary skills. But the most important part of this pattern is that they're early in their career ascent which means the idea of taking a bigger role with more responsibility, possibly comparable to even less pay, they're still in the investment stage of their career where that might still sound great because they're also going to get equity. So looking for that person that is an up-and-comer. And and by that, I mean, they started at one company. They were then hired by a company that's more highly respected and well-regarded. At that new company, they've been promoted Even what would be excellent is they got promoted in one department, let's say engineering, and then they were then promoted into product development or product marketing. So someone with a lot of different exposure in a relatively short period of their career. I think that is a really good model for the physician co-founder, finding a co-founder. And one of the things that you're getting from this co-founder, and it goes back to the stage there in their career and life, is an unusual reservoir of energy to push this idea forward and having fewer distractions perhaps they don't have a family yet they don't have a husband wife and kids because they're just getting started in their career and they're going to give your business a significant percentage of their energy and so hopefully this is helpful and as always please reach out to me on social media jeff smith on linkedin and you can always email me at jeff at jeffsmith.co. hope you enjoy the episode All right, folks, that's all for today. But thanks for listening to another episode of Unmet Need. Hope you found something on the show today to be useful. And as always, please reach out to me. My website's jeffsmith.co. That's J-E-F-F-S-M-I-T-H dot C-O. You can also look for me on LinkedIn or all social media platforms. The point of this podcast is all about the physician entrepreneur. I'm looking forward to meeting you. I want to help you on what you're doing. So don't be shy. Drop me a comment on social media or just send me an email at jeff at jeffsmith.co. And as always, stay tuned for the next episode of Unmet Need.